Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. There's a place here at the table. Your coats go by the door. You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor. I hope you wore elastic, because your waistband's going to get tight. Take time's done with This is so height of the pandemic. You and know, me I'm... talking over each other on Zoom. Okay, I'm done. God, I know. How do people do it? How do they do it on like Poo, where they're always remote? I don't know. Maybe they have just, maybe they have editors. Maybe the editor is like motioning to them through the screen. Like, okay, like beat, beat, beat. Now you can speak. No way. No way. No, it's like it's... a... Or they yeah, just no. don't care. They just talk over each other and it just doesn't matter. Whatever it is, we still, we d- we haven't mastered it. We didn't master it during the pandemic and here we are. It's like PTSD. Not really, but a little bit. It's been a while since we've done it like this. I know. What are you drinking, Ari? Oh my gosh, look at this. Look at this. It's called a sprezza. It's a little like cute skinny can. Can you see it? Yeah. It's, um, it's a rosso. It's like a vermouth and bitters. So like a light, what's the ABV on this? So that'd be like five, um, 5.2. Sounds like a good amount for 5.23 PM. Yeah. Well, that's like a beer. It's like if you were drinking a tiny beer, which, you know, in the UK, they serve half pints, which I love. That sounds nice. It sounds very civilized. That's the word I was going to use. Exactly. It's very civilized. It's like, you don't have to get sloshed. You could just have a half a pint. Isn't there yeah. a thing called half pint somewhere? I can like see that. <gasps> yeah, like all Yeah. I feel like it's yeah. like yeah, it's a pint of Guinness and it says half pint on it. I guess it's a half pint of Guinness and it says half pint on it, right? Well, who says that it's only in the UK where they do it? We got to go find this place. Not on the top of my list, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll walk by one day and go, oh, right, Sophie mentioned that place. There it is. What are you drinking? I'm going to open this. Do it. Well, I'm drinking something that I wanted to talk about, but then I was like, oh, right, I forgot Ari doesn't like sparkling beverages. <gasps> oh, my God, I have a major update. Oh, my God, you're into sparkling beverages now? Yeah. Wow. wow. It only this... took me 30 plus years. Oh my God. So are you into spindrifts? Yes. Holy f- Wow. Wow. Now, <laughs> now I know we can be friends. <laughs> They're so good. So we're staying down at my mom's house. Maybe I've mentioned this, the squeaky chairs. Can you hear that? Um, mm-hmm. Still here because our floors are being repainted. 
But there's a bodega a block away that sells spin drifts. And boy, I've been going crazy. Also, they now only sell them in these 16-ounce cans. I feel like they right. kind of almost did away with the 12-ounce. They realized our hydration was not, you know, their well, hydration inflation. I don't even sure. Know. But um, I think you can buy them in the smaller ones in a pack, like in a cardboard box. Yes, exactly. Well, this yeah. is so I'm drinking. Um, I have a large ice cube. I have a little bit of mezcal, half a lime and the grapefruit spindrift, which like I can't really taste the grapefruit with the mezcal. Oh, and a little bit of bitters, but it's delicious. I'm very happy. I know they're making alcoholic spindrifts now, which I would like to try. Oh, me too. I don't like any of those prepackaged, like, oh, I mean, White Claws, because they taste so fake. Whereas I'm like, Spindrift is real fruit juice. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really curious. I think it would be delicious. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. definitely a market for it. And there always has been a market for it. I don't know why it's taken them so long to make these mixed drinks and cans. I know, but really also baffling. Yeah. I know. Well, I also don't know why it's taken them so long to figure out that if you put actual fruit juice into seltzer, it tastes better than if you put chemical yeah. stuff that tastes like fruit. Okay. I have a yeah. major um, update just like on the food scene generally, which is Please. my doctor today. I went for my general checkup. I hope everybody goes for their general checkup. It just makes me feel like, mm. you know, safe to be like, someone is checking my levels, whatever those levels are, yeah. someone's checking them. And I was on the Upper East Side, so I stopped by Eat, E-A-T, owned by Eli's, which is like the most idiotically expensive, what is it? It's like a cafe slash market slash like kind of dinery vibes, but they used to have this lamb sandwich that I crave all the time. It was like a $26 lamb sandwich, but to get it once a year was totally worth it. Okay, it was olive bread, thinly sliced olive bread, untoasted. Okay. Some kind of a tapenade, but it wasn't an olive tapenade. It was almost <gasps> like an aioli, like a tarragon-y aioli or something like that. So not a tapenade at all. It wasn't. So not at all. Okay. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Um, arugula and right. very thinly sliced lamb. Like this lamb was very rare and very thinly sliced. So you didn't get any gristle. Oh and it was so incredible. So on my way to my doctor's, I was like, my treat for having my blood drawn, not that I like mind having my blood drawn, but I was like, well, I want a treat anyway. My treat is gonna be, I'm gonna go and get the sandwich. I show up, I'm thrilled, I sit down, I'm like, oh, if I'm sitting, can I get the lamb sandwich? They say no, so I go to the counter, I'm like, the lamb sandwich, they're like, we don't have it anymore. Oh my God. It went away during the pandemic. I'm distraught. I'm looking around, there's a 12, there was a $12 half pint of strawberries, $12. I mean, they looked beautiful, but thinking about what I'm craving, whatever. I end up getting a half a pint of fried artichokes, which were a disaster because they were very, very chewy. But the other thing I got was a salami cone. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. okay. When I say salami off. cone. Off the rail. When I say salami cone, what do you imagine? Okay. Wow. I'm imagining uh, thinly sliced rounds of salami, like in a cone shape, like with paper, and then filled with more salami inside basically yes it was just a cone like a wooden like a wood you know like like very thinly shaved wood okay in the shape of a cone yeah and it was just rounds of salami inside 
That is so distressing to me. Wait, why is that distressing? Can't they just serve you salami on a plate? Oh no, I mean I was walking. It's like a it's like a version of it. okay, remember pommes frites, the like Belgian frites shop? Yes, of course. Yeah. Which wait, as I'm talking about it, I'm like, oh, is that what I'm having for dinner? Um <laughs> Oh god, yes. It's like that kind of cone, but way smaller. It's like the size of a small ice cream cone. And then it's just lined with salami. So as you're walking around, you can have some high quality salami and there's and no plastic involved. Couldn't you just go to an Italian butcher and get some thinly shaved salami on wax paper and eat it? Yes, we'll but form it into about, a cone. But think about how unwieldy the wax paper is. Okay, imagine the whole thing is covered. There's a part of the wax paper that is flipping over your fingers and some salamis may be lost in the walk. Not if you roll it into a cone. Uh, I guess you'd have uh, a layer. I mean, look, I, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know why you're not happy about this development in the food scene. Well, I'm just disappointed for you, I guess, because going from that exquisite sounding lamb sandwich to fried out artichokes to a salami cone, to me, is just a depressing story. Here's what's not depressing about it. There are very few mobile foods that are savory. I can basically count them on one finger and it's, wait. Sandwiches? Okay. <laughs> well, they're not that mobile though. They often fall apart. Hot dog, very mobile. Pizza, most mobile of all. Like, okay. tacos are not that mobile because grease comes out of the back. Okay. Depends on the taco. Burritos? Burritos are more mobile. Yeah. I mean, dumplings aren't mobile. Pasta's no. not mobile. <laughs> Just... You need a good sandwich. You need like not, you know, not a gourmet sandwich. You need like a, a deli sandwich, like a kid's yes. lunch sandwich. Like it's yes. not overstuffed. You need one, right, that's so wrapped in paper that's like enveloped, truly enveloped in paper. Yes. Yeah. And like a square cut into triangles, not yes. like a big hoagie. A hoagie or a sub tent, sometimes they just get a little overzealous and it's not all shoved in there because oh it's like God. the look. It's all about the look of it. Exactly. But I, I have to do um, surgery on those kinds of sandwiches. I agree. I'm almost, I look at those sandwiches. I'm like, would it kill you to slice at least a quarter more through the bread? They only yeah. slice like halfway through the bread. Yeah. And then everything is coming out and I'm like, yeah, it looks great. But actually I looked at a sandwich like that at eat tomato, mozzarella, basil. So boring compared to a salami cone, but it was, <laughs> everything was coming out of the top. I was like, there's no way that's going to be mobile. No, no, nope. But well, I think part of what I mean about the salami cone is that there are very few foods that are that can qualify as both as all three mobile, savory, and a snack. All right, I've got, I'm going to blow your mind right now. Okay, 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 blow it. Beef jerky. But what I jerky of any kind. Okay, but jerky. Can we talk about like of the least attractive foods to eat? Jerky has got to be on the top of the list. <laughs> yeah, there's something like just very sad about walking around eating jerky. <coughs> it doesn't. It's <coughs> it's for a particular personality that's hard to. Uh, yeah, I, I would I would never do it. Uh, let's well, put it that way. Well, I'm I mean. But but I'm like, there's nothing inherently embarrassing about jerky. Jerky can be very sexy. But what's in, what's unattractive about it is the fact that you have to chomp for so long yeah. just to adequately masticate, like, 
to get enough juices to like swallow one piece. Yeah, it's it's like eat it, eat it for when you're on hike. Mm -hmm. During a hike gives you something oh, yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm thrilled. But walking down the streets, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I had to go down a wrong pipe. But walking down the streets of <clears throat> the Upper East Side with a piece of jerky, my God, wouldn't be called. But I <laughs> walking around the Upper East Side with a salami cone. Yeah, I think actually more of the problem was the uh, artichokes that I was also eating. <laughs> okay, did you put the artichokes inside the cone? No, they were just in their own little Tupperware, like their little plastic Tupperware, which of course now is sitting in the dishwasher, ready to be reused for the next 20 years. Um, but they had been, I think they had taken artichokes, baby artichokes, and then maybe not peeled off enough of the outside leaves. So I'm literally <laughs> walking around chewing like shreds oh. of artichoke. It was like, it was like chewing on full grown artichoke leaves, which as oh. we never dissolve. So I, no. I mean, it was, it was a disaster, but the salami pulled me through. Wow. So I love that. I love getting a treat after the doctor or, well, you can't really get the dentist, but God, I'm going to, I'm going to do that tomorrow. I was thinking about what kind of lunch I'm going to have after the doctor tomorrow. Oh yeah. Maybe, Wait, God, I, now I want a lamb sandwich. Where am I going to get one? Fucking hell. I was really upset about it. I'm really upset about the state of sandwiches. Actually. I, I'm now I'm riled up. I don't, I'm not excited about any sandwich and that is horrible. Yeah. Wait. And, and. They were like, oh, yeah, we don't do the lamb anymore. And I go, okay, roast beef. And they go, nope, we don't have that anymore either. Sorry. Go, what, excuse me? <laughs> what do you have here? They go, well, we've got the brisket. I'm like, <laughs> not what I want. Yeah. We have a meatloaf. We have a brisket. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm -mm. I Do you remember that place, um, Olives? Oh, I, I love it. It still exists. That's it a great does. steak sandwich. Great tuna sandwich as well. Fuck, I want a sandwich really bad. What are you going to have for dinner? I don't know. We were thinking about doing, you know, we're trying to save money, more like maybe a pantry pasta. I'm like, I got to get Kalu's book. I think I have it in a in my in-law's house, but I don't have it here. I'm like trying to be creative looking in my pantry, like, uh, that's some anchovies, some capers. We have half a, we have half a um, bottle of this vodka sauce that talk about bad sandwiches. When we were leaving Rochester uh, the other week and we had like, you know, a six hour drive, we stopped at this Italian deli that we were like, okay, let's get like some 12 inch Fuck yeah. big Italian subs and just like pass them around. They'll last us for six hours. Sophie, I don't, I don't know how these subs were so bad. They didn't, I was like very adamant because you know I love condiments. I was like, I need you to put every condiment you have on the sandwich, which I like to do, especially at Italian dice, because I'm like, I want the oil, I want the vinegar, I want the salt, oregano, garlic, salt, oregano, and jardinera, and I want mayonnaise, and I want mustard, because I want, I need it like a little damp. Well, it's also, I feel like it's where the cream meets the acid is actually a very good mm -hmm. combo. Even I'm somebody who doesn't love mayo, but like yes. that combination is. Yeah. Yeah. It's key. Anyway, it was all, like I said, all piled on top. Like the cheese should be flat, flush against the bread. The cheese oh, was nice. on top of ever, like a thinly sliced what? cheddar or whatever, provolone. <clears throat> Just like, oh, it was a disaster. So we also bought a, um, 
a bottle of their homemade vodka sauce and we used half of it last week. And I'm like, fuck, I guess we should use that tonight. How am I going to gussy that up? Well, what if you made like an, like, um, a doctored, a vas a vodka putanesca. So you like sauteed garlic anchovies capers until, you know, the capers started to like kind of, I don't know, get a little bit oily and the anchovies started to break down and then you yep. add the vodka sauce into that. I mean, I, I mean, love a putanesca. Me too. But what, and all, uh, do you have any olives? I might. Because you know if you throw the I olives in, say. it's just like take every salty food out of your cabinet. Oh, and add some red pepper flakes, like make it a little yeah. spicy. And then you're just using the vodka sauce. You're just subbing the vodka sauce for like straight up tomatoes. But do you think that'll be a little gross? Because the vodka sauce is creamy? Yeah, but like like we just said, I like when cream meets acid, but something about like the pink with the chunks of olives and capers in it like really is turning me off right now. I hear what you're saying, and I feel like those are sort of all of the things that I would not really mix with dairy. I would mix them all with butter, but not necessarily right. with dairy. Maybe I'll but do like, that. I mean, do you just have straight up? Well, because like what else are you going to do with vodka sauce? Just put it on and add a ton of parm. We have no parm. Uh, okay, a ton butter. of, yeah, just butter. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. What are you going to do for dinner? I don't know. So it's, so we've been staying downtown at my mom's house, which like we just, it's funny. I was just in the kitchen looking for her like lime or lemon squeezer. Yes. And, and I found one of the wooden ones that are like shaped like the inverse of a lemon. Oh, it works so much better. They work the very well. Yeah. But I was looking around our kitchen. Okay, so basically, my parents mostly stay upstate, but my mom got this cute little apartment in the city, and that's where I'm staying at the moment because they're in LA. But because it's a it's a new house for her, it feels very like Airbnb. Like mm. I open, I have to open every single drawer. We've already been here for a week and a half, but I'm still mm -hmm. opening every single drawer to just find one item. Yep. So it's like cooking here is not as pleasurable because there's also nowhere really to eat. Like there's a yeah. very small round two person table, which is adorable, but it's like, unless you set it like it's Valentine's day with like a couple, like a candelabra, mm -hmm. or something, it feels very like unwieldy and like not, it's big enough for a lunch, not big enough for dinner, if that makes sense. Totally. So we've been going out a lot more in the last couple of weeks than I would like. But as we were talking, I was like, fuck, I could kill a steak and potatoes oh. right now. Oh my god, should we just should we just meet up? I mean and go get steak and potatoes. Maybe we should. Yes. Go back to strips. Oh. Yes. So good. A little martini. So we'll see what happens. But like you, I'm sort of in the mindset of like, I would really like to save some money. And that just becomes it's just hard when you're going out. It's so hard. We were like, where are we gonna go around here to save money? There's a Tacombi, which is always good, like get a few tacos. That yep. that's like a good bet but it's just before you know it all your money is gone okay but do you also feel this that like when you're going out for dinner particularly if i've had a drink like while we're recording if we're going out for dinner like i don't want to go and have like a super casual meal casual is not the problem it's like but i want to go and feel that it's somehow an occasion and i don't mean a fancy occasion but just that it's like something to look forward to mm. Which then, and then all of a sudden it's like, I'm ordering more than I'm actually going to eat. And like all of these things that start stacking up and suddenly, once again, I'm spending more money than I intended. Do you know what I mean? Oh, of course. Wait, did I 
did I say this last week? I can't remember who I told this to. So stop me if I did. But I have this thing where I try and save money. And, and the attempt of trying to save money feels so anxiety ridden. And it stresses me out so much just being like, okay, I'm saving money today. That mode of being is so like, I associate it with like, really, really high stress moments, of yeah. course, because it's scary yeah. when you're running all on money, as we all know, um, that then when it gets time to eat, I'm like, but I've just been so stressed. I just have to treat myself. It happens. Like, but I can't be stressed all day. So like, I'm, I mean, I might as well just live. I might as well just like order the extra side of whatever. And it's like, right. wait, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't say money at all. Isn't it amazing how like the brain can just ping pong between two total extremes within the span of like five of five minutes, right? Of being like, I got to save. I'm like this. This is what my life is just going to need to be about for a couple of weeks, a month, whatever. Right. How are you? Right. Dinner comes and you ping ponged. You haven't even ping ponged to like a medium thing of like, well, I got to eat. So like, I'll have something delicious. But you've ping ponged suddenly to like, I got to treat myself. <laughs> right. Like I have been so anxious all day about saving money that now that it's finally time, I need to just let let loose. I mean, in a funny I deserve way, it. <laughs> I feel like it kind of reminds me of like dieting behavior, which I know exactly. and I, like neither of us have ever been dieting people. But right. That sort of thing of like, well, I've been so good all day. Like I, I, I've sh- I got to have a chocolate chip cookie. Right. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with having the chocolate chip cookie. We always have the chocolate chip cookie. Um, Yeah, but it's sort of that kind of like, it's not binge purge, but it's like save slash reward. Yeah, it's something. It's interesting. Or like, um, uh, what's the word? Um, I am blank myself. I blank myself. I'm not... It's not the word punishing, but I'm like withholding. I'm whatever. I can't think of the word. Withholding sounds good. But like with like abstaining, reward. abstaining, mm. yeah, slash reward behavior. Yeah, but it's the it's the abstaining that becomes like very. I, I don't know. I keep saying anxiety, stress. Uh, it just becomes distressful, and yeah. I don't I don't know how to. Well, it's also New York City. It's so hard to find a place, like we were saying, that's kind of in between where you don't end up spending a lot of money. Like, where did all the casual places go? Well, diners. Where? Okay, tell me. And then then this is like the, the, the sort of, I think, probably, it's not fucked up, but I think probably a lot of people would like rebel against this notion, but like, obviously a lot of ethnic restaurants tend to be cheaper, right? So it's like, if you can go to you, it's easier to find a cheap Chinese place than it is to find like a cheap quote unquote, like American cuisine place, right? It's like, it's easier to find a cheap Chinese place than it is to go to like, um, like Westville or something, which is an American chain. And yet it's like, if you buy, you know, a plate of vegetables there, suddenly you've spent $24. Yes. Yes. Also, I've never been a, okay. I was thinking about inflation today in terms of like inflation of salaries. Yes. Yes. Go on. How and when does that happen? And I don't mean inflation of salaries of like the people at the top. I mean like inflation of salaries of the people at the bottom where it's like Uh salaries inflate over time because enough people complain that then they, that then they finally increase. Uh Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking a lot about that. Like, it seems like the price of everything has just skyrocketed, but skyrocketed. 
but I don't see anyone like around me getting paid more. So it's like, how, how is this, how does this work? Cause then how are we supposed to drive the economy when we know we can't participate, you know? Like, I almost feel like, is there just, listen, we're not economists. It. If you came here for a <laughs> for a yeah. talk, you're listening to the wrong people. But I'm like, is there just a thing of, oh, we just assume everybody is so desperate to participate in capitalism that like they're willing to rise to the occasion, even if they are not making more money. And I think generally, yes. It's like, I think there's just such a reliance on this on capitalist behavior and like participation participation in the market i've never taken an econ class i couldn't tell you i was just remembering that in okay i only took one poli sci class in college because i don't know i was not interested in poli sci because it sort of seemed like a bit of a bullshit major sorry guys if anybody out there is a poli sci major but i remember it was it was <laughs> like how <laughs> was this person a professor his entire thesis for the in, for his entire thesis for the class, and he would repeat this every single class. Where I was like, "Why did we bother taking a class? You could have just said on your syllabus, this is my thesis. Don't bother coming to class.'" Was the GDP per capita is the, already lost? GDP per capita means gross domestic product per capita. Okay, still lost. Um, how much? How much money a, a, a country makes per capita? Oh, okay. Um total gross not net um that that is the only thing that you need to know about basically like whether a nation is developing or developed and like where they're headed which i'm like really it's that simple then why is anyone taking fucking econ mm -hmm. or well i guess this was probably side okay i lost myself but i was thinking about this and i think the only reason why people took his class was because he was kind of young and cute and everybody claimed that he had slept with Britney Spears. Why? Why? What was the evidence? I think maybe he had. <laughs> Did he talk about it? Probably. I guess that's probably how the rumor got started. Wow. That's... I was not expecting you to say that. That seems wrong. It, like, not wrong, like, morally. It seems like, uh, I don't know, a weird fit. I would see like a Katy Perry with a Yale professor more than a Britney Spears. I don't think they were together. I think they just slept together maybe once. But even like how, what spheres are we overlapping? Like what, in what Venn diagram? But couldn't you see a guy being like, like, I don't know, a guy being like, yeah, I'm a professor at Yale. And her being like, <laughs> and I'm a pop star. And then being like, you're hot. No, you're hot. Wow, your brain is hot. Wow, your body's hot. I don't know. Like actually, like it's exactly that is that she wants to she wants to be seen as intelligent and he wants to be seen as hot, right? I don't know. I hope so. I mean, I don't know if that's how she wants to be seen. I don't know if that's like a priority for her. Okay, I think it's less that she I, I don't mean she I think there is though a classic thing of like people sure. who are thought of as extremely attractive would like to be seen for something other than how attractive they are and therefore they are attracted to people who they think are like upping their status in ways that are not just hotness. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. Wow. Yeah. GDP per capita. <laughs> it doesn't say that much about a country guys. Okay. Or it doesn't. And I don't, I don't know. I didn't take that class and I, I'm only now coming online to really what that means, but 
that's not what our show is about. Thank God. Can you imagine if we like we're interested in entertaining, but we like we're also kind of interested in the economy. That sounds. I mean, like, I could imagine that. I could imagine it wouldn't not be for us. us. Yeah, <laughs> but for someone else, that sounds lovely. Yes. <laughs> um, go to Hillstones for dinner. Okay. Um, yeah. You know what I was gonna say? What? I okay. Spring. Spring has sprung today on the day that Trump did his. Was it a perp? Is that a perp walk? No. Okay, the perp walk means you are the perpetrator. Mm. Um, he did the indictment the, he did the walk. Indictment walk. Did yeah. the indictment skip? I know. Is there an I an I word for walking? The indictment amble. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the indictment inchworm. Yeah. He, <laughs> uh, also, I love that Marjorie Taylor Greene is here. I, I just want to be like, hey, Marjorie, try and navigate to from where you are downtown to Washington Heights. Like all of these people visiting, I just want to be like, you're not allowed to protest here if you can't figure out the subway system. Just like get out of here. Get you know what I mean? Out. Get the fuck out of here. No one cares. There were more reporters than protesters, of course. I actually, Ugh, I, I was out all. the whole day and I barely followed it. So, okay, I'm glad that you're cluing me in. There were some jokes oh. being bandied about by a text about Marjorie Taylor Greene. So I gleaned that she was here. Oh, she's here. She's just, uh, just such a complete idiot. Um, and maybe a robot. But anyway, so I was, I was on a jog earlier. And I promise you, I'm going to try and loop these things together. Uh spring it's like 70 degrees really yeah. really nice i was running through the park and i don't know i didn't i don't think that i was anywhere near uh the brooklyn botanical garden i in fact i know i was not but if you've heard the news that a corpse flower is blossoming this year again um but i i, I was the first lap i did i was like holy shit it smells so extreme right now you have to tell everybody what a corpse flower is as if i really know what a corpse flower is no but you do it's just a beautiful flower that happens to smell like literally dead bodies yeah and it's also so tall it's like eight feet of course it is and it's, it's so it scary like one flower i it's think like, that's like really incredible almost paleo it's really weird yeah and it's like wow. this big bloom and it opens and then it's it's really phallic and then this like you know like a flower what's it called the things that come out like the like <laughs> stamens and the pistons yeah that yeah is that what it is the stamen it's yeah. just like one big dick or is that the piston no stamen piston sounds right but also but stamen sort of sounds like semen mm. Wait, that doesn't have anything to do with anything never mind <laughs> anyway i was just like it's you know, I was like, is there, I thought, did someone maybe die in this part of the park? Wait, wait. The, okay. I'm not talking about ginkgo tree. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm talking you know like. It smells like cum. Wait, this okay, was okay. insane. Give, give me more detail. Okay. Are we talking sour? Are we talking yes. bitter? Are we. Oh. Like, you know, what people are like, you know, like in an old kind of like Victorian novel, like the sweet stench of bits. 
you know, they always describe it as sweet. I was, or like if you, it's like a bad subway car, you know what I mean? When you're like, oh, that one's empty. And then you walk in and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It has no air conditioning and it smells. Wow. Yeah. 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 So it was that. And I was like, oh my, oh my God, is this some other kind of, was, were they like, is manure, can you make that a verb? Fertilizing? I manure Manure Well, just like, well, I, I was wondering if they had recently fertilized that part of the park. I just have never smelled Maybe. anything like this. And I, and I thought, Marjorie Taylor Greene is here. She's just stinking up the city. Where do you stand on dirt? Death just scent. Speaking of, like, s- smelling things. I've never smelled it. Oh, you haven't? You Have you ever had durian? No. Oh. I don't go out of my way to try things i'm a very adventurous eater as we know but i'm i don't go out of my way to try things that um smell bad <laughs> but i think i'm very is... attuned to scent oh as am i you know we're both insane super smellers which is why it was yeah, a the doctor tested for today <laughs> <laughs> she tests all my levels particularly yeah my scent are you, levels. Are you... Yeah. my aroma detecting levels um well, what's what the thing about durian is that it's very polarizing because a lot of people think it smells mm-hmm. bad, but actually a lot of people really love it. So it's not as if it's not like rotted shark in Iceland where it's like, no, it's fucking gnarly. Like it is objectively gnarly and disgusting, but like over time it has become thought of as a delicacy. It's like a lot of people think durian is super delicious. Right. And I wouldn't say that I'm one of them, but I've had some durian that I have very much liked, but there's something about the creaminess of the texture combined with the funk that like, it's a little hard to get over. It's really intense. When I was in Singapore, I was, my friend Sue's mom knew that I had never like really eaten durian. And we were over at her house for like a Sunday, a Sunday brunch. And she went and got like 16 different kinds of market. And then was like, well, I got them for you. So you have to try them all. Oh boy. Wow. Which is like both the sweetest. And also I was like, but I, 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 I can't, I'm sorry. That is like such a, like cameras are rolling. Anthony yeah. Bourdain, you know? Yeah. Wow. God. Gosh. I've never found myself in that situation. Although I'm trying to think of the last time that I had something that I was like, I can't finish this because it's disgusting. Not because I just don't like it. Oh my God, Harry. Okay, last night we were watching, we're, we've been watching extras, which is excellent, but that's a separate mm-hmm. story. But as a palate cleanser, he put on this show, an English show, because my mom broke, my mom has BritBox on her TV. Ooh. I think it's called Come Dine With Me. Okay, oh mm-hmm. my God. Oh my God, fuck, we need to do this. Okay, oh my God. Oh, also people, I w- had, okay, hold on. So many thoughts going on, this is really exciting. Okay, Come Dine With <laughs> Me is, it's five strangers who get together and each night a different one of them hosts and then they rate everything at the end of each night. So mm-hmm. everybody has to make an appetizer and entree a dessert. Mm-hmm. They have to have like decorated, you know, like they have to have like really properly set a table and they have to come up with um, a, like a game to play or an, an activity of some kind. So, you know, some people are like, it's a dance party. Some people are like, everybody's going to get in drag. The woman last night, <laughs> just had just gave each person a, a heap of flour and then had like a jelly bean in the middle and was like 
you have to eat out the jelly be- like okay i don't know what weird southern accent like you have to eat out the jelly bean without like getting your face too full of flour i mean what crazy stuff <laughs> so, but it's so great and that then again, like me i just like panicked like really overthinking it <laughs> last minute like fuck what do I do? Okay, just get the flour, put a jelly bean in there. Oh my God. Exactly. Yeah. Each one of these plates. Oh, also she was Jordy. So it was like, oh my God, she was totally fabulous. But, and of course some of them can really cook, but a lot of them really can't cook. It's just such a brilliant idea. But then the other thing I was going to say was Friday, I went out with all my high school girlfriends and they were reminding me of our, what did we call it? Roaming supper club. We got to start it again. We have to restart it. Let's start it now. Okay, let's start it now. Let's go. Okay, where are we going to go? Yeah. Okay, you go first. Um, okay. Um, for our listeners, if anybody, uh, I don't know, didn't listen to, maybe we were doing this like our first season or maybe not, but Roaming Supper Club was, we would send an email out to like almost everybody we knew and be like, we're going mm-hmm. to this random quite far flung restaurant that we've done a lot of research on. Let us know if you're in and we'll make a reservation for like 20 people or however many people are going to come. Mm-hmm. just go and like really make a night of it but it was so fun I think people really enjoyed it yeah I think that people need people want to go to these places but it's hard people as if as in everything else in life it's hard to self-motivate they need us they need us they do they need us okay, they need us to do it for them let's do it um oh good because this will keep me up to date I feel very behind in terms of like New York restaurant news I used to be such an avid reader of either, but I just haven't been doing it lately. So this will be good. For instance, the um, the James Beard Award nominations, I think, just came out of, for New York City. And I didn't recognize any of the restaurants. And I thought, oh, I've really fallen off here. And you have a podcast about food, hun? Who do you think you are? Maybe you should. Yeah, this shouldn't be our platform. I, I gotta go on and see if I recognize any of them. I'm sure if you didn't, I won't either. No, I bet you will. But those aren't the kinds of restaurants we're talking about, per se. Yes. I'm talking about, like, we're talking off the bean trail. It has to be an adventure. Exactly. It has you know? to be an adventure. Yeah. Sorry. There goes the hell. Yeah, that was saying it has to be an adventure. Whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, my God. I mean, I can't remember the name of it, but that Filipino place we went to, where it was a tiny, it was basically Papa's, a tiny room. I think it was called Papa's, oh, yeah, Papa's? Kitchen. Yes. Doing karaoke, they were just passing the mic around to us. It was well, it was it was a twelve person restaurant. You know what I think is good for God, this kind good. of stuff? The the re- the reviews that I think are really helpful for this and like she does many you know, she does a lot of like high end stuff as well, but Hannah Goldfield mm-hmm. always has interesting stuff and some of it is like, yeah, the new restaurant that opened like in Rockefeller Center, but a lot of it is like a random restaurant in Ridgewood. And, mm-hmm. you know, so we, I think we should consult that. I mean, I've been starring them in my maps for ages. So you're so good with that. Happen. You're so good with the maps. I'll share mine with you. Oh, please, please. What just... was nice is now I also have them for like anywhere I've ever traveled. Yeah. I mean, it's like a living food diary. It really is. Ugh. Sometimes I get really sad that I don't keep a diary. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this too. But every time I try, I'm like, it's just not my medium. Same. Have you ever really kept a journal? No. 
when I, a couple of years ago, maybe like 2018 or something, I got a, like a daily journal, but it was just one page. Uh, sorry. Mm -hmm. It was like, you write a couple of lines, not even one page. I think it was like, you write a couple of lines every day. Yeah. And even Yeah. that I couldn't do. And Harry would be like, did you do your journaling? And I'm like, oh, well, not today. Yeah, same. I've, I can't, as soon as I make that kind of commitment to myself, I'm going to break it. I don't know what it is. It's really strange. Similar to this, like saving, trying to save money and then not spending and then spending too much money. Like I self-sabotage What are in that way. what are habits that you feel like you've kept? Do you have like any actual habits where you're like, oh yeah, I get up every day and I do blank or like I get up every day and I don't do blank, which is also a habit. Oh my God. I feel my, my instinct is to say no, which I think it says a lot about me and how fucked up I am. You're Like not I fucked really, up. well, I just really wish I had habits and routine, but I just don't. I want very badly to, I feel like you do. I mean, I do and I don't. I never have anything that I really stick to. But lately I've been like, oh, you know, I'll be sitting and I'll be trying to read something on my computer, which like is always a terrible way to read anyway. But I'm like sitting and I'm trying to, to, you know, to finish some article or something. And I feel in my body like such a deep desire to get up and do other things. And finally I was like, why can't I just fucking get up and do the other things? Like maybe that's more where I am. Yeah. So I don't know. Sometimes with that kind of like, I think there are people who are quite habitual and like very good with forming habits, but I'm like, I don't know. Is it that great to have habits? Meditating, I think is a habit worth having. I do too. I will say I've always, you know, I love exercising and I do think that for me that takes the place of meditation because it's a time of day where like my brain just stops yelling at me. Do you hear banging? Do you hear that? Is that coming through here? Huh. I wonder what's going on outside. Okay. Sounds like someone is just like hammering right outside my window, but I just will say it can't sounds be less right. like a banging and more like a person just going knock knock. It's me. Knock knock. It's your back this house. Um. Yes, exercise. I don't know. I mean. Like I, to me, you know, somebody who, who like personifies having habits is like a Gwyneth Paltrow, right? It's like, and I like Gwyneth, I don't have anything against her, but right. It's like, I wake up in the morning and I have my hot water with lemon and then I usually will do 20 minutes of band exercise before setting aside my hour and a half for meetings. It's like, that will never be my life, but I don't think Mm -hmm. I know. I want it to be. Yeah. It's just, you know, I, I wake up every day and I'm a new person. I'm a different person. Who knows Yeah, if I'm going to want water with lemon? exactly. I Leave mean, room for I, that. I am on this, I'm on this medicine right now that I have to take in the morning, like standing up with, at the same time with like at least eight ounces of water. What do you mean, So like, standing make sure, up? well, it just has to like flush, you have to like flush it down, I guess. But I, I cannot tell you how difficult that is for me. To, first of all, to wake up at the same time every day. To wake up at the same time every day and to like have it to like to open the bottle of pills without like spilling it. I'm like a mess. And Well, then I'm like, I can't stand up right now. I can't drink that much water right now. I'm like not ready. why did you set the time for that time? That's a, I think, again, am I, maybe I'm too ambitious. 
you know? I, that is, I'm, I think you are. Self-competitive. You're, yeah, with, you're so self-competitive. Yeah. I'm like, well, it has to be at like 8 a.m. Like, why? I don't need to do it at 8 a.m. Especially when, I mean, my sleep here is oh, a yeah. joke. I can't sleep. Do you still have those crazy neighbors? Crazy neighbors. The fucking, they're doing, it must be illegal. They're doing construction. Oh, you know what? Everyone's just hearing my personal gripes and grievances. Nothing wrong That's with fine. That. They're, they're doing massive construction. My windows look out over downtown Brooklyn. And this must be illegal all night long. And all the lights are on. Oh, also, no, no, no. So they do that because maybe they, they might be doing electrical work, which is not no, a to do at night. Really? Well, it's very yeah. loud electrical work. It's banging. Oh, I mean, they were doing that outside my apartment. Not that it's a competition, but like they were doing that outside my <laughs> apartment for like two months. <laughs> in, in, in hell, absolute fucking hell. I totally, I feel you. Yep. If you're seeing Con Ed trucks, which my therapist is a block away from Ari. So I think I've seen those Con Ed trucks. So I think maybe that is actually what they're doing. Maybe, but so, come over tomorrow and I'll show you. Because it, it's far away is the thing. It's not like on the block. It's like those giant skyscrapers that are going up across downtown Brooklyn, changing the skyline. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. So anyway, just really hard for me to set a routine. I really want to be someone who like wakes up, you know, the, this is the thing now that started with all the annoying, you know, dude podcasters. Like, do you listen to fucking, or does Harry listen to Huberman podcast? Oh, what's that? It's like this doctor, guy. professor, guy, neuro guy. Oh, that's so funny. I got a newsletter from someone being like, everybody's listening to Heberman, Heberman's something. Heberman's his handle. Yeah. Yeah, Heberman yeah, yeah, yeah. Lab. Yeah. And then I started clicking on it. I'm like, anybody with that kind of a beard who, like, it just, I start getting creeped out because I just start thinking about Joe Rogan, who maybe has like no beard, but nonetheless, I put them in the same category. Yeah, definitely beard vibes. But he, Anyway, there, he started talking about this whole thing and, and someone else too, like you have, when you wake up immediately, like within 10 minutes, you have to go outside, move your body and get sun, direct sunlight in your eyeballs. Dude, fuck these people. You're talking about on the New York Times I saw today. And I was oh, like, God. I can't, I can't do that. Also- These people live in a walk up? Well, but I'm also like, and it's, I, I think it's a little bit, I'm just gonna say, I think it's anti-urban and I think it's somewhat classist because the idea that like a person can, as soon as they wake up, get access to yeah. sun to east facing sunlight. Because I read this. This was one of the posts that I actually read because I was like looking through his stuff and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? East facing. And then as the sun is setting west facing, it's like no. most people don't actually have access to that. And I understand it's a problem that most people don't, but like mm -hmm. they don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not here. Not here. I mean, I will say, I feel like I really try to make it a habit not to have my phone be the first thing that I look at. Like, I really yeah. try to at least see the sky out of a window before mm -hmm. my fucking phone, because I do feel like that's a little distressing. Yeah. Yeah. I've been back on the phone in bed, which is really bad. I was good about not having it for a while, but I've just been like, kind of doom scrolling Zillow yeah, and doom scrolling the news a lot. And just like loving the New York Times app, I'd be like, but I'm reading, I'm reading all the great articles, but it's still the blue light from the phone is toxic. 
But I also feel like it's a funny thing of it's it actually just to bring this full circle. I feel like it's very connected to the like. Well, I've been depriving was the word that I was looking for. I can't believe. Oh, I here she is. Depriving, but like oh, I've been depriving myself all day, and so now I'm going to reward myself. It feels linked to that behavior, and that it's like, well, you know, I've kind of had a hard day, so like I'm going to reward myself by just like fuck it, having my phone in bed and like looking at my phone, and then it's like no. That is not the reward. The reward is not having your phone, but it's so hard. I think about that a lot with meditating where I'm often like, Ugh, I'm just like gonna give myself the reward of not doing it. It's like, no, the reward is literally getting to sit by yourself for 20 minutes in silence. Like that actually feels great, but you don't like your body and your brain aren't ready to realize that, to know. Yeah, that. and it takes practice, especially for meditation. But I think what I was gonna say about the phone thing and the deprivation okay. is that we think that it's a, what that is, is it's just addiction. Yeah, of course. Which is so crazy because we all walk around, you know, not we all, the, those of us who are fortunate enough not to be plagued by a, addiction to, you know, a, a life-threatening substance or like a, you know, just something that can really fuck you up. We're, we're totally addicted to phones, you know? Yeah. We're, it's like, Oh, I don't need this. I don't need it. I'm just, I just need a little treat. I just need a little break, but I don't need it. I could just give it up whenever I want to do, but I kind of need it right now. And I just, I think that I deserve it right now, but I, I would never need it. Like, I'm right. a fucking addict. Oh no, it's, 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 I mean, the addiction to the phones is something that is so mammoth. It's impossible to even tackle. And I am mm -hmm. looking forward to when the scientific literature comes out and is like, Turns out they've been bad for you this entire fucking time. And maybe oh, people absolutely. know about it. But then it's like, how will we wean ourselves? And also, I don't know, I keep on coming up against the question of like, why do I need to be this accessible to this many people at all hours? Not all hours. Right. I put my phone on airplane mode when I sleep and I don't have it in the bedroom. <sighs> like, people who are like, oh, I woke up and saw your text. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. Why was your phone in the fucking next to you buzzing are you crazy that's crazy yeah. to me yeah um my sister just got this thing called the light which i'm i kind of want it i know about it yeah I'm gonna, okay so the light phone if anybody is anybody still listening are you guys still there um is anyone there? <laughs> we're here like that's all that matters very small phone that just makes phone calls. Okay, so which one would you get? Which one would you get? Phone calls and email and text? Yeah, I don't even know if this one has e email or if it does, it's only when you're obviously connected to Wi-Fi. I mean, that's kind of what I want. I don't want the um, cellular data, which I guess I could just turn off on my phone, but I don't trust myself to do that. I think it's like when we talk about this and I think about, oh, if I just didn't have email on my phone, I get the sense of panic, like in my solar plexus of like, mm -hmm. oh no, but if I was out and I knew that I needed to be responding to something, like mm -hmm. my, my panic would be so great. Like I, I, I'm a person who has to respond to everything immediately. Like I can't really let things just sit. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that would be really, I almost think it would be better for me just not to have internet on the phone at all. Yeah. Right? Rather than to be like, oh, shit, I had Wi-Fi, but like then I lost the Wi-Fi. Like, I know that, you know what I mean? Just sort of like, oh, I leave the house. I don't have access to my email. And then I come back, mm -hmm. and I, you know? Yeah, that's possible. But if you, then you just like go somewhere with Wi-Fi and you check your email and then you just know that 
it's not going to pop up while you don't have your Wi-Fi, you know. But it's, is your sister it's tricky. loving it? Well, she hasn't started. <laughs> she hasn't started using it yet, but it did just come in the mail. But to me, in a way, I'm like, the is the light phone geared towards people who use a ton of apps? Because I don't really use apps. I don't know what it's geared who it's geared toward, but I'm definitely interested. Yeah. I don't. I feel like I don't use a lot of apps, and I also feel like I don't. I'm not using my phone to its full potential. Like I'm sure I can do all these cool things. I have no idea how to do any of them. I'm just like refreshing the news constantly and yeah. refreshing my email. That's so it. Of course, of course. Yeah. Broadway Co. Brad, yeah. is, is it you? <laughs> no, I'm the same. I definitely do not use my full phone to its full potential, and I'm perfectly fine with that. But what I did get the other day, I think it's called Cell to Jack, C E L L to Jack. And it's a device oh, that yes. Bluetooths to your cell phone, but you hook it into a landline. Wait, 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 what? Okay, so it's basically you can use a landline on your cell phone's number. Okay. <laughs> I love you. I can't. Who has a, you have a landline? No, I have to get a fucking landline so that when I'm at home, I can like basically put my phone down and not look at it, but know that if somebody's actually calling me, it's gonna yes. ding a ling a ling on my landline. You don't Why do you have, want that? No, you don't have to have you don't have to get you don't have to get a phone service. But why do you want cell phone a is the phone service? Why would you not it what do you mean? Like an old school telephone? You just want the tell so it's a it's about the piece. Of, it's, it's about, about the, the object. The Well, it's about the object. I will say that the friend who introduced me to it got a, a New York City payphone for his apartment to use it. So, you know, clearly Jesus. it's about the object for him. But no, I just want to be able to like sit on my couch, not holding my phone, because often when I'm holding my phone, that means that I can like look through my text, like look through my, you know, look through other shit. It's like, no, just sit on the phone as if I'm back in high school. Yeah, I was going to say, this does remind me of like that time in high school where I was like scouring eBay to find cool old vintage phones to use for my landline. I had the one that was like, I don't know if it was kind of 80s or 70s. It was like this big kind of phone and it like stood up like a, yeah. and then the, the keys were on the bottom. Those are like you so would like, good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They're like 2001 A Space Odyssey. Totally. <laughs> I mean, that does sound cute to have a landline. Maybe, maybe one day we'll, I'll do that. It is a beautiful object. Well, and I want to get the, like the old school one, just like the most classic one that it's like, how to even describe it it's the it's like the ur telephone of like the 90s just mm -hmm. a big old just a big old slab with all the different buttons on it that you're like what do these even do like to connect to other you know no, there's like the different speed like, dials oh no the one that's like it's corded not a oh, cordless, oh, oh. but you're right you're right that's more 90s maybe this is like late 80s but it's like all it has is like just the numbers oh, yeah. and the star and the pound and it sits in a cradle Exactly, yeah, yeah. it's in a cradle yes. where you could even pick up the cradle and maybe like walk a few feet with your. Wow. You know what I mean, yeah. Oh my God, I'm gonna. I will say, sleepless in Seattle life in no time. My in-laws have landlines and it's great, but you get a lot of spam on the landlines. Really? I say more than a cell phone because the cell phone, I don't know, the algorithm, something it can like stop it from That's coming good. through. But yeah. the point of this is that it is your cell phone. It's just attached right. to it. We have a beautiful, beautiful, chunky thing. 
could even get a see-through one. Wait, but what is it connected to? It's a jack. Okay, so now back to the thing that you bought. It's okay. So this piece it yes. connects to, it so it connects into the phone jack. Uh huh. But then your phone Bluetooths to the piece, and the piece needs to be connected to an outlet for power. No, the phone is connected to power. Right, the phone the is connected phone. to power, but it's yeah. not connected to a wow. It's not connected to like a wire. Exactly. Well, the wire, yes, exactly. Right. It's connected. The, the wire is this sell to Jack piece. Okay. It sounds like I'm saying that it's trying to say that I'm trying to sell something to a man named sell Jack. To Jack. Well, you know what I thought you were going to describe something that I'm very excited about is a thing, a Bluetooth thing that you connect into your cell phone and it lets you pair two different sets of headphones to the same phone so like you and I could be listening to the oh. same song together like on a plane or something finally right yeah I think that's so great yeah and I can't believe it's taken them that long to figure it out or like I don't know you listen watch a movie at the same time listen to the same thing without disturbing people oh yeah but who wants you to your computer screen well on a plane I guess if you have to True. on a plane if you gotta well, on that note, I think we've, you know, I think we've done the damn thing. Zoom, we're going to try not to, to use you anymore. It's too yeah. hard. Let's you and me record in person next week. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk scheduling. Uh, not on air, but we'll do it. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Let's we'll take a pick. Should you take Ooh. a, you want to take a screenshot? Uh, why don't you take a screenshot? Because you've been doing all the whatchamacallits. Hold on. I've been doing the watch them call it. Wait, I have to show self visit. Oh, now.